Coming up, we talk the new unified late model rules. I've got a Chili Bowl and Silver Crown update for you. There's going to be a new full-timer with the Super Dirt Car Series and more. Let's go. Today is Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. We continue to creep ever closer to the record number of entries for the Chili Bowl with less than three weeks to go before the event. As of yesterday, the total list now sits at 370 drivers. Names added yesterday include Shane Cottle, Ronnie Gardner, and Ricky Thornton Jr. Both Cottle and Gardner are Chili Bowl veterans, but this will be RTJ's first time in a midget. The 2021 Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Rookie of the Year will be in an Esslinger-powered spike for Michelle and Ricky Johnson as a teammate to RJ Johnson and young Arizona driver AJ Hernandez. Cottle and Gardner will be teammates in the 6-8 entries. The addition of someone like RTJ is what makes the Chili Bowl so much fun, I think. You have an incredible diversity of drivers from all forms of motorsports coming together to compete inside of the Expo. There are obviously plenty of sprint car and midget drivers, but you also have IndyCar drivers, NASCAR guys, modified racers, and now late model guys in there as well. At this point, I'd be surprised if we didn't end up breaking the entry uh, record with still a few weeks left to go. Speaking of the Chili Bowl, my work has begun on that part of the DirtTracker.com analytics section now that I've completed that 2017 War of Outlaws sprint car season. I previously had every race entered going back to the 2013 edition of the event. I'm going to go and try and get as many pass races entered as possible before Chili Bowl arrives. And that includes all of the championship Saturdays and all of the prelim nights for all of those years as well. Things are a little more difficult beyond that 2013 year in terms of finding kind of accurate full results and an easy format to enter. So I'm kind of working off a few different sources of information and we'll kind of piece all of that together. Uh, Brian Holbert uh, with the Chili Bowl has been a big help with that stuff too. Last night, I added in the Saturday feature from 2012 and the full championship Saturday from 2011. I'd like to get all the past Saturday feature results entered first, and then I'll go back through and fill in any preliminary racing after that. So at last check, I'm up to 50 total Chili Bowl race days represented right now, including prelim nights, and we're well over 1,000 individual drivers in the database. So obviously a lot of information there to look through. You can find a lot of that stuff for free right now at dirttracker.com slash analytics. If you're a Silver Crown fan, there have been a bunch of driver and team announcements in recent days. Jason McDougall will run the five dirt events for Dave Phillips, returning to the team in which he raced for during the 2018 and 2019 seasons in Silver Crown. McDougall was in the Clat car last season and has nine career Silver Crown starts. DMW Motorsports will field two cars in the five dirt track events, one for Jake Swanson and the other for Casey Buckman. Swanson was a USAC National Sprint Car winner in 2021 and is a past USAC West Coast Sprint Car champion. Buckman has experience in wing sprint car competition and has passed Silver Crown Series starts. He's also the track and facility manager at Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park near Phoenix. And 2021 War Sprint Car Champion Mario Clauser is joining Kazmark Motorsports for his rookie attempt at the Silver Crown Series. 2022 Silver Crown season kicks off May 1st at Terre Haute. So obviously a lot of time here until that season kicks off. Up in the Northeast, the Super Dirt Car Series will have a new full-time competitor next season with the announcement that Anthony Perego will team up with car owner Vinny Salerno to take on the full Super Dirt Car Series schedule. 
Perego is a past winner with the SDS and was in contention all season long for both of the short track super series championships, both the North region and South region. This will be his first attempt though at chasing the super dirt car series title. Perego was the 2021 track champion at Albany, Saratoga and took down the small block and big block championships at Orange County. To see more about the announcement, uh, including a lot of quotes and kind of uh, thoughts from everybody involved, check out Ken Bruce's story over at dirttrackdigest.com. Something really stupid that I've noticed when I go to dirttrackdigest.com, I can't type it in because there's two T's in between dirt and track, and I'm so used to typing dirt tracker with one T, I just can't do it. It's really stupid. In my YouTube comments yesterday, uh, Biff asked what my thoughts are on the new late model body and droop rules. And if you aren't aware, most of the major players in dirt late model racing got together at the PRI show in India a few weeks ago and put together a standard rule package that I believe just about everyone has adopted. That includes Lucas, the Outlaws, and a bunch of the regional series and tracks. I saw where someone said the XR series is not adopting the new rules, but I don't have confirmation on that, so that may or may not be true. The idea behind all of this being that you won't need different cars or completely different setups to go run across the country. You can just show up anywhere with the same car and be legal. Uh, this new rules package in includes limits on the rear travel, uh, the infamous droop rule as it is, a standard weight of 2,350 pounds, standard tire sizes, and rules for body skew, decking, and plastic quarter panels. The group also talked about standardizing the tire compounds but with all the issues with tires this year and the supply chain and all of that, it's being shelved uh, until possibly 2023. In regard to my own thoughts on these moves, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know a whole lot about Dirt Lay Metal Tech. If you wade into some of the forums and some of the Facebook stuff, you'll see opinions kind of all over the board from the various internet experts here. What I will say, though, is that if these things are going to uh, be put in place to save teams money and make it easier to race at different tracks and with different series, then I'm all for it. That group that got together and met at PRI has forgotten more about dirt lane models than I'll ever know, so I'll defer to them on this type of decision making. I do know that there has been a lot more engineering and time spent in wind tunnels with some of these cars, which is why we've seen some of the crazier body changes in recent years. But when things like that start to creep in, the price of the racing rises, as things like wind tunnel time and engineering and all this stuff, that stuff isn't free, and not all of the teams can afford to do things like that. If you want to get super into the weeds on this stuff, Ray Cook, who runs the Tri-County Racetrack and the Spring and Southern National Series, put out a video on YouTube explaining the tech process for all these new body rules. It's about 13 minutes long, and he takes you completely around the car with a tape measure on all the different various tools to kind of show you what it's going to take to be legal in 2022. I'll throw a link to it in the description below if you're watching the YouTube video, or you can find it by searching for Tri-County Racetrack's channel on YouTube. Big rules changes like this always elicit strong opinions from the various parties, but if you can get a group like that to all agree on something, then it's probably all for the best. There are a few new episodes this week from the different dirt racing podcasts. Wing Nation has the Drydeen family. The Dirt Nerds have DJ Foose. The Dirt from Knoxville has Casey Schumann. Passing Points has Jonathan Beeson. And there is a new episode of the Dirt Reporters from Dirt on Dirt. To see the full list of shows and episodes, check out dirttracker.com slash podcasts. There's a show I'm missing from that page. Please drop me an email or a message on social media and we'll make sure to get that added. Also, sometime later today or tomorrow, I'm going to drop a new Dirt Tracker Conversations episode. This one features the new owner of the Atomic Speedway, Charlie Vest. Uh, we talk about all of the different things that they have going on at the racetrack, the improvements, how Charlie got to buy the Speedway, Charlie's own racing, 
a lot of good stuff in there. So check that out either, like I said, later today or tomorrow. That'll be in the podcast feed and on the YouTube channel. There are two shows on today's streaming schedule on the services. Dirt Vision has weekly dirt car esports action from the virtual Knoxville Raceway tonight. And there is Flow Racing 24-7. See the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch. Visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Wednesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.